When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Jesus Treo. One of the funniest guys in the world. Uh, he is absolutely wonderful, uh, talented writer as well. This fool on Hulu just got picked up for a second season, and uh, his uh, his his comedy tour is out there. Uh, Two thousand and twenty-three. You'll be able to catch him uncomfortably un- uncomfortably comfortable, and it is uh, it, it is can't miss as everything he does. Hey, Seuss, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Promoting the Uncomfortably Comfortable Tour for 2023. we got a bunch of cities lined up and uh, excited to get back out there on the road and uh, build this new hour. My first hour, Stay at Home Sun, was on Showtime. Thank you, everyone who checked it out, who recommended it, who posted about it. We're working on hour number two, so I hope you guys get to come out and check it out. Yeah, well, listen, it, it very exciting. It, it's uh, it, it's great to see somebody uh, on the rise and somebody who's uh who's like right there uh you've got to you've got to be feeling differently at this point too right i mean i i would have to believe as an outsider watching you uh, from uh you know kind of uh kind of develop uh, have you gotten to the point where you you're losing a little anonymity you have people are noticing you and recognizing you in the in the streets can you can you shop at this point uh it seems to me that you're just oh, kind of hitting I, I, I could definitely shop and, and and do everything that i've done um like we're still working on it you know it's like yeah yeah all of that's still intact uh just excited to be out doing projects man tacos con todo we're on a third season already it's a show that i get to invite you know, special guest celebrity, uh, comedians, friends uh, to go eat tacos in L.A. And it's uh, we're three seasons in, believe it or not. And we're currently in pre-production for a fourth season. So, so far on the show, we have, uh, I mean, some really cool names. Burt Kreischer, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, we have Mark Marin, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer. Like, it's, it's such an amazing group of comedians. And the list only gets better so fourth season we got some really cool surprises uh for anyone who hasn't seen the first three seasons the episodes are up right now on first with beast on youtube go check them out yeah well listen it's it just seems like everything you're you're hitting on is uh is is falling into place uh you know are you uh are, are you feel you know, and I, I you know, kind of asked this about you know uh, your visual, you know, like you being recognized visually and and you know all of that. Uh, what about uh, uh, confidence-wise? I mean, it, it, do you feel like you hit your stride? Do you feel like you hit your stride a while ago, and and the rest of us are just catching up to it, uh, or, or do you feel like you're seeing the ball in, in a very big way, as they'd say in baseball? Yes, I feel. You know, I, you know what's funny is that I've always been a nervous wreck. I feel like I'm still the nervous guy that I was at the back of the coffee shop when I first started doing stand-up, you know, almost puking, wanting to go to the <laughs> restroom. 
and play for number two. You know, it's like that energy, <laughs> that nervous energy I've always had, and I still have it to this day. You know, some people tell me, it's like, that's a good thing. It's like, don't lose it, you know. Uh, and other people like, you should not be nervous anymore. But the truth of it is, is, is that I'm still nervous, but I think it helps me. I've, I've learned to kind of create and be on stage with my nervousness. And I guess that's kind of where, you know, it's part of my point of view. It's part of my angle. I'll, I'll tell you this funny story. One time I was uh, opening for Russell Peters in uh, L.A. It was the Nokia Theater. Uh, I think it's named something else now, but it was the Nokia Theater at the time. And I was opening up for him, I think like 8,500 people. I'm nervous. We're moments away. I was so nervous that I ran to the bathroom and just puked my face off. And I'm able to run back. I hear my name being start, start, starting to be announced. I run back. I get on stage. I perform. And when I get off stage, there's two guys that come up to me. And they're like, hey, did you puke before you went on stage? I'm like, yeah, how do you know? He's like, I don't know if you know this, but we might do earlier today. <laughs> so they have the audio uh, of me just, get, yeah, just uh, uh, <laughs> keeping the face off. That's terrific. Well, the thing is, first of all, it doesn't come across uh, as being nervous. You never, I, I've, I've watched in a million things, you know, different, uh, you know, little interviews and uh, little YouTube things and special, you know, all of that. And I, you never come across nervous, but maybe they're right. Maybe the fact that you're you're, you're not cocky, and and you have that, maybe that keeps you on edge. And who knows? Maybe that's you know maybe that's important. Uh, it, do you remember the first uh, comedian that you met that was doing this for a living, and uh, and 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 who was it? If you remember, the first comedian who I saw live who did this for a living. Who was that? Um, I think that I met, that I met. Well, that somebody met. that you got to know a little it, bit, you know, where, it, you know, you started learning from. I mean, I, I think there was a lot of comedians. It's almost like, you know, the comedy store was that kind of clubhouse for me where I went there and, you know, you look around, you see people at different stages in their comedy journey and being able to become friends with all the comics there from the guys starting out that same day I did all the way to the most seasoned of comedians who've been doing it 30 plus years. I think the comedy store was just absolutely amazing for that. It was like, it, it was like an institution, like a college, you know, the people that you, you know, first day of college with all the way to the people who were like, Hey, it's my last day of my PhD or, you know, it's like, that was kind of the feeling. And, uh, you know, at the comedy store, it's like one of the comedians that I've, I've become really close to is Ian Edwards, such a, brilliant comedy mind an amazing writer yeah. performer stand-up comic and uh yeah just seeing how he takes an idea and how he transforms it on like to a joke joke on like stage to me has always like yeah it's, it's something so fascinating to me he's truly one of my favorite comedians and you know I'm, I'm lucky i get to call him a friend and that's all thanks to the comedy store well, listen. A, a lot of people are calling you their favorite comedian. So, uh, it, you know, listen. You've gotten uh, to the point where you could take a bow. Who's saying that? Besides my mom and dad, who's saying that? <laughs> That's funny. You talk about I, I them. Them How do they like you? Uh, you poking fun at them in the show. You poke fun at them about staring they don't and think, pointing. Uh, they don't... To be honest, they don't really think I'm funny. My dad the other day is like, who pays tickets to go see you? I'm like, well, well thanks, Dad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not depending on, on you buying a ticket. 
that. Well, listen, congratulations on everything. Uh, th- this fool is terrific. Your stand-up is great. Uh, congrats on all of this. Tell us anything else that you'd like to before we go, and also give us a website or a social media site where we could follow along with what you're doing. You got it. Thank you so much for the kind words. Thank you for having me, and uh, for, for everyone who wants to support the Uncomfortably Comfortable uh, comedy tour next year in 2023. You can get tickets on my website, com. I'm on Instagram. If you want to check out some clips before you come out and, and see the show, that's at Jesus Trejo on the number one. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the kind words. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next year. Thanks for being here. Jesus Trejo, everyone, has been our very special guest. And uh, just a, a super talent, uh, wonderful super talent. And, you know, people say he's a fast-rising comedian. He's there, you know. He's he's there, and it's great to see him, uh, you know, rising. And uh, the uh, uh, the sky's the limit for him. He's terrific. Uh, he's writing. He's uh, hitting on all cylinders, and he's performing at a very high level. It's funny. The uh, the puking story is funny. They had him mic'd up on that. But uh, you, you just got you got to watch him. You got to see his, his, his comedy. There's a lot of it out there. And in 2023, you'll be able to get to see him uh, up close and personal because the Uncomfortably Comfortable tour will uh, will be in, uh, in full bloom. And uh, season two of This Fool will be on Hulu. And he, uh, he writes for that. And he writes for that one. That's, uh, you know, hey, look, he's gotten a lot of... Um, accolades and he's he's getting uh, all kinds of attention that he deserves he's uh he's terrific sounds like a good guy too but uh you know a humble guy and you know he's he's being open and i think that's a it's a big part of his uh his comedy there um i'm always surprised to to hear about very confident sounding guys being nervous like that i mean you know to the point where they're they're throwing up in the in the bathrooms and whatever. Yeah, I mean, you would never, you would never know it. I, yeah, I don't get nervous like that. I mean, I got, I got anxiety, but I, I don't, I don't have anything like that in front of big crowds. But then again, comedians, you know, if if you're not funny, you know, if you're up there and you're you're going up there to be funny and you're not funny, you're you're dead, right? You know, you're you're dead for ten minutes or whatever the hell it is, and uh, and it's all on you. You can't hide into an ensemble. You can't hide behind a microphone. Plus, I. I pre-record a lot, you know, so maybe it's a little, it's a little different. But still, when I'm live, uh, and I don't, I, I don't have those kind of, I, I don't have those kind of feelings. But um, I'm so surprised when guys like, you know, like like him and and you know, uh, men and women who are just absolutely great at what they do, they have that, and maybe that little bit of an edge is just, it's it's important to uh to be there but you gotta figure they do a couple hundred shows i don't know what he does you know how many shows a year he does and now with um he kind of broke through after covid or you know as covid hit and uh, and after covid um but uh, he uh you know he's listen he's performing at a very high level jesus treo has been our very special guest and this fool gets picked up for for season two and uh, and he's a writer on that, so he's he, you know, he's got he's got a couple of different paychecks coming in, which is nice. Jesus Trejo, once again, has been our very special guest. Catch him live on his 2023 Uncomfortably Comfortable Tour. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. 
This is Breaking It Down with your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with uh, someone in media who, who gets it better than anyone. Uh, and I've been saying this for such a long time. Uh, he, uh, he gives it to us as straight as you can. His book uh, is coming out. I've already ordered three for pre-ordered three for uh, for Christmas presents. It is a must-get. Stephen A. Smith's Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. It is a must-get, everyone. A man who uh, transcends sports, uh, and, and every time this guy gives an opinion, people just stop and they listen. Stephen A. Smith, how are you? How are you? How's everything, man? Thank you for having me. Yeah, listen, thrilled to have you, and I'll tell you, you're the quintessential self-made guy. I've been waiting for a, a memoir like this from you for a long time, and I think so many people are. Was it a hard hard write? Was it a hard uh, thing for you to uh, sit down and kind of piece together? Yeah, it was one of the most difficult things I've, I've ever done in, in, in my co- career and, and my life, to be quite honest with you, because... Um, you know, I'm taught, first of all, I'm getting a bit personal, which is something I never do. Um, I'm somebody that believes in privacy, that believes in my private life. Um, and I don't really get caught up in a whole bunch of stuff. Um, it's not that I have anything to hide. It's that I don't believe everything is everybody's business. I've always been that guy. And in this in this book, with, with, with this memoir, I knew that if I was going to write my own memoir, that I was going to touch on a lot of things that I've never really, really touched on before. Uh, That was one thing. But the biggest thing about it is that I waited. My mother passed away in 2017, God rest her soul, and my father passed away in 2018. The same goes to him. And I had always promised my mother that I would never write the book. She made me promise that I would never write the book until she died because she knew that in the book that I would say things that she would not want me to say. She's alive because I get my pension for privacy from her. My mother was incredibly private. Um, She did not believe in talking about people's business. That's just how she was. Um, And for me to write the book, it was challenging because I knew that I had her blessing because she gave it to me before she passed. But it had to be after she passed away. And then I had to show it to my four sisters, my four older sisters, and they didn't talk to me for two weeks. They weren't angry at me at all because they had given their blessing for the book as well. But what they did was in reading the chapters that they read with me talking about some of the things that I talked about, it was memories that were long buried that were propped up as it pertained to our upbringing and some of the trials and tribulations we had to endure and reminded them about things they had long buried. And those memories were kind of painful. And as a result of it, they just it just put them in a mood where they needed to lay back and just, you know, reflect and absorb and figure out a way for them to deal with it emotionally. So it was gar- it was difficult in that regard, but it was time and, you know, I don't regret one. Stephen A., uh, in retrospect, uh, has, has it been therapeutic? Has it been uh, more pain than therapeutic, or, or has it been cleansing? Um, combination of both. Uh, 
because anytime you go through stuff like that, that's the only choice you have. Um, it is feelings of cleansing, you know, it, it is some sort of cleansing to some degree. Um, you know, just letting it out and just unleashing it, um, understanding that, you know, just giving insight into who you are and making sure for better or worse that people understand where you come from. Uh, it'll lend itself towards educating people about how, how and why I approach things the way that I do. Um, you know, why my life is the way that it is, why I have so many friends yet so many enemies and stuff like that. Um, it'll give insight to all of those things, what I care about, what I really, really don't care about. You know, my alligator skin, per se, uh, that a lot of people know that I have and where they come from. It'll give insight to a lot of those things as to why and how these things are the way that they are. And it, it, the one thing you're not going to walk away feeling is, you're not going to walk away wondering about me at all. You're going to know, and you're either going to love it or hate it. Was there a, a particular thing that came to you, an aha moment that you completely either put out of your mind or uh, or forgot about or kind of misplaced in your mind, and then it came out during the book? No. No, it was just, uh, it was just me wanting to finally say what I had been holding in for a long time. Um, you know, particularly, you know, my relationship with people in the world of sports, whether they be athletes, coaches, or anybody else, you know, the people that I communicate with, the people that I open up about, the people that, you know, I have close relationships with, and why, uh, the people that, you know, there's been some friction with, and why that is. When I give that insight into my life, um, it'll explain how I come about thinking the way that I think. It'll give folks an understanding of that, again, for better or worse. I'm not looking for anybody's approval or anything like that. That's not how I roll. I tell you where I stand. I tell you why. And then I leave it to God. It is what it is. You know, when you whittle down the the amount of information that I've got to believe is massive that you had to that you had to keep out because of just because of pages, you know, just because of room. Uh, as you as you as you go through that process, are you uh, are you uh, either uh, uh, unhappy about keeping certain things out that you wish you would have put in the first place, or are you thinking of putting anything in that you you did keep out, uh, or is there just uh, enough ready for a, for another you know version of this, a backup version of this? Well you, well, you always go through that. You always go through that that phase where should I keep this in? Should I take this out? It is a challenge because. You know, again, I've never wrote a book before, and I don't know how anxious I'll be to write a book again, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, it's just not, you know, the way that I am. Uh, but there's no question that it has this challenge. There's no doubt about that. You know, what are you going to do? You know, should you talk about this? Should you talk about that? Shouldn't this have been left in? Shouldn't that have been left out? There's so much stuff. I mean, I wrote, I wrote 90,000 words. Wow. 90,000. Yeah. Myself. And, and, you know, it's challenging because you can't keep everything. You just can't. And so I do that. And, you know, but that's what comes with it. And, you know, you know just, that's, 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 that's writing a book. You write the book is all about. I don't give a damn what you write. Everybody can't keep every single sentence in that they write. So you understand that. But it is a challenge. 
lessons. And for those just joining us, you're hearing the voice, of course, of Stephen A. Smith. The name of the book, and it's a must-get, an absolute must-get. Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. We got Stephen for another minute here. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Stephen, what, what's the least we should know um, about about this process, about the book before people uh, get it, uh, you know, any uh, without spoiling, of course. I mean, is there something you could point to us that uh, that that you think we're gonna we're gonna be blown away by? Well, just think about you know. Again, I brought up my upbringing. My relationship with my father is not you know the greatest thing in the world to have to write about, but I did, and some of the things that I've gone through of things that happened in my professional career, whether it be, um, you know, in high school, whether it be in a, at the ESPN, when ESPN let me go. Um, the controversies, some of the controversies that I've been in since I've been at ESPN and some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that transpired, uh, it's all in there. And so I would tell you that you got to look forward to that because if you watch me and you've seen me, throughout the years and some of the opinions that I've had and some of the what some people would term dice situations I found myself in, they're all in the book. Stephen, congrats on on the book, but congratulations on an amazing career, still going uh, as strong as possible. Just a one of one and only career. Uh, can you give us a website quickly or a social media site where we could follow along? Social media, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's all at Stephen A. Smith. So you can definitely go there to get the book. It's at straightshooterbook.com. You can go there to order the book. I also have an audio book that's coming out. So you can hear me literally read sentence by sentence, sentence the entire book uh, from front to back in its completion. All of that stuff is there. So I would tell you that that's the way to go. And I've also got... A podcast, you know, my podcast, Great. No Mercy, yeah. with Stephen A. Smith. Uh, it's uh, wherever you can find your free podcast. And obviously, you know, I started, I started it in the month of January where I'll be on video. So it was usually starting off at audio, but it'll be on video from now on. So that's what I would tell folks. Stephen A. Thank th- you very much. Thank you very much for being here. Stephen A. Smith. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy who, uh, who I, I can't believe it's his first book that he's written. I know it was his first, it was his memoir. Um, you know, I, I guarantee you a lot of sports stars and different folks, uh, media people are just holding their breaths like, oh my God, you know, what did he say? Because he's, he's very frank, he's very candid. Um, I'm telling you, he's he's great at what he does, Stephen A. Smith. He, he transcends sports. Um He's, uh, yeah, he's terrific. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Stephen A. Smith, the great Stephen A. Smith, has been our very special guest. And uh, one final time, the the name of the book is Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. Stephen A. Smith has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone 
to breaking it down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, one of the best in the business. And when I say the business, I mean the comedy business. Uh, Tom Papa is our very special guest. Uh, his latest is uh, is a book. Uh, you are doing great, and other reasons to stay alive. It's a it's a must get. Uh, I got your your dad stole my rake, and it was absolutely terrific. But get this book, uh, get two of them, in fact, and and give one to someone. His uh, Netflix special, I think it's his fourth special, is Tom Popper. You're doing great, and his new podcast is uh, is Breaking Bread with Tom Popper. Tom Popper, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, hey, listen. Congratulations on the book. Uh, it's a it's a very difficult time, a very unusual time, to to be funny. I would imagine it's uh, it's it's unprecedented as far as uh, as far as comedy goes. Uh, am I right? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, look, comedy comes from uh, tension and from giving you a relief, and there's been a lot of tension for sure. So. Well, you can, while people are challenged and stuff, there's definitely, people are craving a good laugh. You know, people are really, really looking for some kind of excuse to get out of themselves, turn the news off for a little while and just enjoy themselves and, and have a laugh because it, it makes you feel like things are a little more normal that way. So, but the hardest part is you haven't been able to go out and actually perform live. So I've got to make people laugh through the books and my specials and just on social media and kind of do it that way until we can get back into the clubs and back into the theater. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's the difficult part. I, that's what I mean by being unprecedented. 9-11, it was a, it was a weird time because you don't have... Uh, you know what to uh, what you can say, what you can't say. This is different simply because you 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 don't know who to say it to, and there's no place to go. I mean, do you know of any country uh, anywhere in the country where comedy clubs are already open? Yeah, I'm actually going to Salt Lake City tomorrow, and I'm going to do my first show since March. They have a comedy club that's open, and they're going to do limited seating so people can social distance. But they're going to have. I'm going to do four shows for the first time since the lockdown. See, I, I think you're right. People and are right. I hear that. I hear, yeah, and I hear that it's um, there's clubs in uh, Texas that are open, and Arizona, and a couple other a couple other spots. So they're slowly starting to to come back. I'm I mean, I think you're right. I mean, comedy is a, a medicine. Uh, we need it. Uh, it's just it, it's just way too heavy. Everything that's going on is way too heavy. And I, you know, I, I think people are going to respond positively. And I think you're going to, uh, you, you know, you're going to have a good, um, good uh, vibe coming from the audience and, and so forth. Let me ask you about the book. It's an unusual time also to promote a book, and you know you're in the middle of all of this. Did you get a chance to write at all while you were uh, while you were off? I mean, did you relax? Did you create? Did you uh, record? I mean, what was your what was your immediate reaction to the to the quarantine and the pandemic? Yeah, it was hard. You couldn't really couldn't really write too much in the beginning of it. You know, it was a, it was a lot of fear and a lot of unknown, and you know, it's hard to write about anything when you feel like your life is being threatened frankly it was you know it was a very weird strange time you're worried about yourself and your family uh it was really just about keeping everybody's spirits up and doing puzzles and making good food and just trying to you know get through it on that small scale 
but then as things got started to calm down and we started to get a handle on it, we knew what we were dealing with. Uh, then slowly I started writing again and I had a couple deadlines for some radio shows and you know, nothing gets you writing like a deadline. And I had to have some material out and that really broke it open for me. And I was able to kind of dial in and focus and be funny again and start noodling around with my act and stuff. And, you know, for me, not being able to get on stage is an unusual thing, but while I could still sit down and write was a way to kind of express myself and just have some fun, frankly. Let me remind folks once again to buy the book. Uh, it's a must-get, and I guarantee you it's funny because the guy who wrote it is just terrific, and it is you're doing great and other reasons to stay alive. Uh, Tom, tell us a little about the book, uh, without spoiling, of course, but uh, give us a, a little rundown, a little summary, if you could. It's, um, it's pretty much just an optimistic book about enjoying the small things in your life. And, you know, there's, we always get caught up in this expectation that there's always something in the future that we have to be working for, working towards, and that, that happiness is always ahead of us. And I started to realize after being an adult for a while that, no, that's kind of wrong. That's an illusion. You just have to lower your expectations and realize this is it. This is as good <laughs> as it gets, and it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> but really, like... You know, having a cup of coffee and having a moment to yourself or being with your family, having a nice meal, those are the important things. All that other stuff is an illusion. So when you lower your expectations and realize this is as good as it gets, you actually enjoy your life a lot more. You know, I think coming from where we are now, I think people are going to be receptive to that idea because as soon as you said it, I laughed, but uh, it's it's absolutely true. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at a pandemic and you, you never thought about a pandemic. You, you never even said the word pandemic before, and all of a sudden here we are all <laughs> in a pandemic. So it's perfect timing for the yeah, book. Yeah, but look, we were, we, we were pretty fortunate to not have too much struggle in our lives, but every generation has stuff that they've got to deal with. And I look at my grandparents who went through world wars and polio and the Great Depression, and they had every reason to be unhappy, and they weren't, because they dealt with life, and you, everybody knows that there's hardship, and you get through it, and you just try and enjoy yourself the best that you can. And we're faced with it now ourselves, and we have stuff that we have to deal with, and it doesn't change, you know, that's, that's, that's what life is. It's not an easy ride, but that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy the small things along the way. Uh, listen, I want to congratulate you on uh, not only on the book, but everything that you've done. Uh, you've put together a great body of work, and you're terrific at what you do. I'm thrilled to have you here for a little while. Can you give us a, a website or a social media site where people can kind of follow along with what's going on? Yeah, if you go to TomPapa.com, that's where you can link into my podcast and my um, my. you can get the books through there. You can get my tour dates. Um, everything that's probably the best way to place to start and then it's Tom Papa on all social media now listen great job good luck in Salt Lake City and again thanks for being here Tom hey thanks for the time Tom Papa everyone uh, a wonderful comedian and uh, as, as you can imagine a very difficult time uh, to be a comedian, and we've had so many on lately, and they're just there's a little down tone, and you could I, I mean he's always a little uh, subdued, 
I, you know, like his 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 approach. He's wonderful at what he does, and he sounds like a uh, you know sounds like a terrific guy. And you know, certainly in uh, in in this small time we had with him, he sounds uh, sounds terrific. But again, you could you could just kind of feel that um, uh, that uh, that situation where uh, these guys are are, are caged up. And they're used to being out on stage. They used to be doing what they do. And uh, we had uh, uh, Gina Brion on, and boy, she sounded so, so down, in a, in a sense. And I listened to other interviews she she did before all of this, and she just sounded a whole different, skipping her step, and and everything else. And uh, we've had Louis Anderson on a couple times during the pandemic. It's just a, a highly unusual time for all of us, but certainly a highly unusual time to to be a comedian. I and I talk all the time about actors and actresses, filmmakers. I mean that there's there's not much they can do. Again, you can't hug, you can't kiss, you can't fight, you can't crowd around, you can't do all of those things that you kind of need to do to be in a movie or to have a scene. Uh, you know, unless you're doing. You know, I, again, I'm repeating here, but I mean, I, unless you are doing monologues or doing one man, one woman shows, I, it's a very difficult thing to do. But comedians, I mean, they could they could practice, you know, they can write, they can do podcasts, they can do all of that, but they live and die off of a live crowd and they need a live crowd I mean, Jerry Seinfeld went out last year in, in front of a live crowd and you could see it in his mannerisms you know that he was just dying to do it he gets off on the audience these guys live off of that and they're up there and you know especially when they when they do it very well like Tom Papa does he's very very good and again his his book and get it I'm sure it's very good. Again, I got his first one. His first one was uh, Your Dad Stole My Rake. And, and I read that. Somebody had given that to me as a gift, and it was terrific. His latest is Tom Popper uh, is the author. You're doing great and other reasons to stay alive. Uh, you know, an optimistic book, uh, as, as he put it. His Netflix special is simply, and it's his fourth one, Tom Popper, You're Doing Great, and uh, his podcast that uh, you could uh, you could find and you could listen to uh, is breaking bread with Tom Papa, and I didn't get into this, but I know he bakes bread, and so it's probably a play on that. And again, a very uh, talented comedian, a very good comedian, and he's uh, you know he's someone uh, you know I, I think he's he's going to do well in the wake of the pandemic uh he's he's got the type of humor where he's not going to offend a lot of people and they're gonna they're gonna love him and he's smart and he has smart observations but a terrific talent tom pop has been our very special guest we'll see you all next time on breaking it down in many ways long island is the story of america it's breaking it down with frank mckay long island is definitely the place for you now here's your host frank mckay on 1071 wlirfm hampton bays i'd like to welcome everyone to breaking it down frank mckay here thrilled 
to have a very talented and a very hardworking lady, a woman who's created her own luck over the years, and what a career she has put together. Her body of work is is just astounding. Uh, you know her from Empire and Out All Night, City of Angels, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, the list is a mile long. She has a wonderful book that I actually bought and I loved, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, and uh, it's it's absolutely absolutely wonderful that's actually that's the name of the podcast hustling with vivica a fox uh it's the book's a must get everyone should get it it's been out for a while get it but listen to the podcast and we have the lady herself vivica a fox here with us vivica how are you good morning good morning i am doing really good staying safe and staying home but getting a little stir crazy yeah, well, what do you what do you do when you're in that situation? Obviously, you're doing the podcast, but I, what what does someone like you, who's seems to be going at a hundred miles per hour every day, constantly doing work, and if you look at your IMDb over the last three years, it's just tons of work. It's just job after job after job, I, you know. And then all of a sudden, we screech to a standstill. What do you do? What does someone like with your energy level do? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I got very organized, to be very honest with you, and my house is so clean. I mean, the other day, I've got these beautiful tall trees, like, um, in my front room, and I was cleaning each leaf. I really was. I was like, okay, you really bored, boo. You really bored. (laughs) But I was just trying to stay positive, exercise, work out. Uh, I've been binge-watching Family Feud, the game show network, because I just if I watch movies, it just makes me miss acting. Yeah. So I've been just trying to do things with trivia, keep my mind sharp, and just stay in a good mood, to be very honest with you. Uh, what brought on the idea of the podcast? I, I, can't, I haven't heard it. I, I can't wait to hear it myself. Um, what, when, when did you decide to do this? Well, I'm going to be very honest with you. Today is the premiere, so you have ah, a chance right. to subscribe and download just like everybody else and enjoy it. But each Thursday, um, I'm so very blessed to, like I said, announce today is the premiere of my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Uh, it's a chance to get to know Vivica uncensored, unfiltered. I'm going to have some very, very fun guests from Waka Flocka, Tammy Rivera, Tommy Davidson, Kim Whitley, Johnny Gill. Today, later today, um, I'm going to be inter- inter- interviewing the Supreme legend, Mary Wilson yeah. of the Supreme. So I'm excited about that. So, you know, usually get to see celebs, you know, on these talk shows and things like that for maybe, oh, crap, for maybe <laughs> like 45 minutes or so. Yeah. Do you want me to pick that up? Do you want me to pick that up? You, you, don't worry. You can if you need to, but if not, okay. let, let me just uh, let me just remind everyone to get the book. It's called Every Day I'm Hustling. Now I got it right. Every Day I'm Hustling. I have it here. I was Every, looking. Yeah, the title of my book is Every Day I'm Hustling. The title of my podcast is Hustling with Vivica Fox. Yeah. And it's through Stage 29 Productions and Dr. Phil. And the reason why I got it was because I did a talk show with Dr. Phil called Face the Truth. And when it didn't work out, that's what... Now I have a podcast because they still wanted to work with Vivica. Yeah, well, I, I tell you, you mentioned the the podcast guest, uh, which is just a, an all star lineup. But I can imagine what this what this guest list is going to look like once people find out. Once your friends and and and, uh, and all the people that you've worked with over the years uh, find out, you're going to be 
you know, overwhelmed with guest requests. I, are you starting to get that already? Are you starting to get people say, hey, well, I want to do this. You know, call me up and, and let's set something up. Uh, and once you once you do, are you kind of set to, to do it uh, constantly? I mean, you're going to have to, you, you're, I'm telling you, you're, you're going to be flooded with requests. You are a popular lady and you've worked with everyone. Yeah, that's the exciting part is that I was really glad that once it got out there that everyone was like, I am so excited for you and so happy for you. Can I be a guest? So I've got, like I said, an amazing lineup of, of guests from from all walks of life. From My first premiere show is going to be with my best friend and business partner, Lita Richardson, so that you guys will get to know some behind-the-scenes secrets of how we built my career some singers, Johnny Gill, I'm interviewing Mary Wilson today, actors, Kim Whitley, uh, radio uh, popular folks, Claudia Jordan, other actors that I've worked with, Tommy Davidson, Dondre Whitfield, authors that are have new books coming out. So it's a great opportunity for me. And what I love is that you don't get to just talk to them for like six minutes. It's a whole hour. And we're uncensored and unfiltered and having fun. What do you... What are you focusing on? I, you know, the book was was about succeeding, was about hustling, and was about, yeah. uh, you know, getting to your goals. And it was it, uh, honestly, all kidding aside, it was a terrific book. And and I love your Thank outlook. You. I love your outlook on life. I I get why you're so successful, and while uh, all all of this time you maintained uh, success. Are you, are you concentrating on that uh, when the podcast is there? Or are you kind of just letting it flow? A combination of both, to be very honest with you, because I'm definitely sharing secrets of success. Um, and then also letting people kind of get behind the scenes and know what it's like when you're working on a set. Uh, sharing some, some, some things that you didn't even know what happened, how a person was cast, how they may have came in at the last minute, how we developed the scene, how classic moment, moments happened um, that are really fun for people to go, oh my God, I never knew that happened, or wow, I didn't know that about you. Or to discover that someone likes to cook or is a parent, how many kids they got. You know, just to get behind the scenes and dig in a little bit deeper is the goal of, of the podcast for us to basically just come in and for you to listen to us having conversations. Well, congratulations on the podcast. Congratulations on everything you've done. You really have put together uh, one hell of a career. It's just terrific. Uh, give us a website, a social media site, and, and certainly the best way to hear the podcast. Absolutely. Um, uh, you guys, if you want to find out more information about me, um, I'm on Instagram at Miss B Fox, on Twitter at Miss Vivica Fox. For the podcast, Hustling with Vivica Fox goes to Stage 29 Productions. Um, download, subscribe at Apple, Google, your favorite places where you can hear podcasts and enjoy. Just terrific. Uh, congratulations once again. We'll be promoting and we'll be listening, that's for sure. And uh, thank you very much for being here, Vivica. You're welcome. And can I just say in closing to everyone out there, you guys, stay safe, stay home. We will get through this together. And while you're, while you're chilling, listen to my new podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Be safe. We'll do that. Thanks, Vivica. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Stay blessed. Thank you for the support, darling. Same here. Uh, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox is the name of the podcast. It's a new podcast. Uh, she she put together a nice book. She wrote it with uh, another uh, you know another author. I'm trying to think of the name or look for the name here for a second. Uh, but they they did a really nice job. It's a self help book basically. Uh, Every day I'm hustling. 
and and I'm big on self help. And she put together she put together a wonderful book. And uh, she she's a hustler. She works. If you look at her IMDb, and uh, you know it's just a list of her work, her movie roles and the television roles. Uh, there's about 200 of them on there. I, I mean, uh, people in in you know at her level. I mean, uh, they're if they have 50 60 80 roles it's uh, it's it's incredible i mean she's at a you know she's at a very high level of celebrity and that would be incredible she's got over 200 she's got 200 roles that she's done and what's impressive is over the last couple of years she's been doing these one offs and she's been doing films and she's been doing and she's uh, you know again she keeps using the word hustle and if i had more time with her i'd get you know, into, into a little bit more of what her background was, but obviously she got there by by working hard. I mean, she's a hard worker. You know, some people kind of stumble into things and and uh, and, and they write a, a big song right away, and then they you know write a couple songs a year and never uh, quite get there, or they hit big on a movie role or a, a television acting role, and they they you know, kind of roll through it. And then there's some that just grind out a career and just uh, just constantly work. Vivica A. Fox is one of those people. I mean, she's had hits. She's had uh, big shows. But for the most part, she is she has grinded and worked very hard. Hustling is a, is a big word to her. It's in her uh, it's it's in her book. You know, it's, she uses it in a, Every Day I Hustle is the name of the book. Um, and so she uses it there and hustling with Vivica A. Fox is the name of her podcast. It's, you know, it's something that's close to my heart. I consider myself a workaholic. I think in a good way, family first and then and then uh, work uh, second. And we do a lot of my wife's a workaholic and she's family first and and work uh, next, but uh, she's a workaholic. She's constantly, constantly working. So when you see somebody in a different field, especially entertainment, where you can kind of follow from the outside and you can see what people have done from the outside, I, I, I respect it. And I've always respected Vivica A. Fox. The first time I spoke to her uh, was just uh, in a little while ago. We had a couple minutes with her. But for the most part, uh, she has put together uh, a wonderful career by hustling, by working hard, and you've got to respect that. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's uh, uh, it's nice to get uh, actors on and, and singers and songwriters on that that work very hard. Uh, you know, we also get, you know, <laughs> those others who kind of just stumble into it and they just... Uh, uh, they kind of roller skate through their career, and nothing ever ever seems to happen bad to them. And you know, you got to give them credit too. Something's going right there. But the hustlers are are what, what I absolutely love. Hustling with Vivica A. Fox is the name of the podcast. Check it out, and also check out her, her book, Every Day I Hustle. Uh, Vivica A. Fox, you know her from Empire and Curb Your Enthusiasm, and a whole bunch of other things. Check her out on her new podcast and again Vivica A. Fox has been our very special guest we'll see you next time on Breaking It Down he's breaking it down so you don't have to this is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 